Tweeters and Twelve, the only podcast that can also serve as a notary public. I'm Mark. I'm Brent, and today's guest is it's Natalia. Talia. Hello. So Talia, yeah. I guess most people who have at least glanced at your Twitter account up in the header can see that you're a writer freelance for Cracked, and you also work for Femsplain. I've contributed to Femsplain before, yeah. Okay, and. Tell me about, actually, so Cracked I'm familiar with. Like, obviously, as a kid, it was sort of the rival to Mad Magazine, and then it's actually really made a name for itself on the internet more than, than anything, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, Femsplain, tell me about that. Femsplain is a community for people who identify as female to talk about whatever. Um, they have monthly themes that they ask contributors to write about or make something about and then they post those things so they'll have they'll have themes of change or renewal or something like that so you get these women or people who identify as female talking about a whole variety of experiences based on one thing and it's meant to kind of unify and create a safe space for being comfortable discussing stuff and people can find you online at taliajane.com yeah that's my couple links there Thing. Right, and you've got a couple links there to to some of the articles that you've written. One of which was, and, and this is your own personal account about working at a thrift store. Yeah. So, <laughs> how how long were you there? Not very long, because my manager and like almost the entire staff got fired or quit um, because the company decided to do a sweep of like all the stores in the area and record their cameras to see if people were doing anything quote unquote illegal and like people in our store hadn't been doing anything technically wrong. Like one guy got fired because he came into work with the wrong color pants. And my manager was like, go onto the floor, get a different color pair of pants and then just wear those for your shift. And then he forgot to take off the pants when he was done working because usually Often. you wait to take off your pants till after you get home, you know? Often. Yeah. So well, he got fired always, for but... that. And then, and then we got this, this new, group of people came in and it was terrible and I was like I'm not comfortable with any of this right now it's pretty intense so in your article you say that the worst people were the, the like the well-off people that come in there and yeah yeah it was horrible they would literally come in and and look at like the employees as though we were exhibits at a also, zoo or something. also uh, also discounted uh, human beings is that yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a phrase I used. That was the phrase. It was really it's a yeah, it's a really good piece. Highly recommend it. So you actually seem to write from a fairly personal place. Another really interesting personal uh, article was your secret weapon. Oh yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> so uh, that that's was about... that's really interesting. Tell us about it. Um, that was about. I actually wrote an article for Cracked. All right, we're doing this. Um, <laughs> I wrote an article for Cracked about how I was an accomplice to mass murder, but my accompliceness was going to a movie theater and watching X-Men and then going to Denny's and eating mashed potatoes and meatloaf. So the only murder I was really doing was on my own stomach and like tastes in, in cinema. Um, you monster. <laughs> seriously. But I, I wrote about how I kept that secret for a really long time, and I would use it as a litmus test. If I wanted to trust someone, I would 
decide whether or not there was someone I was comfortable telling this secret to. And after a while, I got to realize that people respond in a specific way to a traumatic thing. Usually they look at you differently, like you're broken. And then they suddenly see that if you present yourself as strong, it's just a mask to cover up all the fucked up stuff going on underneath that happened from this thing. And then I I decided that I would not hold on to that and I would let it go out into the world by writing it on a comedy website. And then, you know, just, just kind of take away that crutch that I was using to keep people away. You know, it's like, well, I have this terrible thing that happened to me, but if it's out in the world, then I can just send you a link to it and I don't have to care about how you feel about it. You know, right. You know, if you don't like it, well, well, too bad because a lot of other people did. So do you have a new litmus test? Uh, yeah. (laughs) I suppose you can't tell us. Is it, is it a shoes? shoes. Okay. I, I've noticed recently, and this is kind of like an obsession of mine, but you can tell a lot about a person by the type of shoes they wear. Like, I don't trust people who wear light wash denim jeans. Firstly, you shouldn't trust people who wear light wash denim <laughs> jeans in general. But if they wear them with, like, old Reeboks or Asics or something like that, and they're just wearing those to, like, socialize with people at, like, a bar or something like that, don't trust that person because they have dead bodies in the deep freezer in their garage. <laughs> you know? Is this uh, scientifically proven? Is there, like, a strong correlation here? Just my experience. Okay, fair enough. And hoping that if I can, if I can share those, share my own views about why it's bad to wear light wash denim jeans with old tennis shoes, that maybe it will inspire people to not dress like sociopathic murderers, <laughs> and and to, you know just get a pair of Chucks or something. Love yourself. So you're Wear good shoes. You're helping the world one one pair of shoes at a time. Judgmental, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So do you have a, like, a particular thing that you've written so far that is, you'd point to and say, that, that's, that's, I'm really proud of that? Oh, I wrote a column for Cracked about online dating. And a lot of people kind of brushed it off because, oh, you're just a woman complaining on the internet. People actually called me a bitter old woman. <laughs> and so, <laughs> like, I'm 25. I'm not old enough to be bitter. But... They like they they really dismissed it and disregarded the logical reasoning that I presented in this piece, and that sucked. But I was really proud of the piece itself because every point that people tried to say like, oh well, this isn't true because whatever it was like that whatever thing that they were trying to use to prove that I was wrong was something I addressed in the article, and I just was really proud that I was able to really cover a broad range and like a really in-depth range of concepts about something that we don't really think about. And I've written about public defenders and, you know, the electrician that comes to your house to check your meter and stuff like that. But this article that was really based in just analysis and showing people like, you know, these are things that you should consider. That was really cool to me. And I'm really proud of that one. Oh, that sound means that it's time for Brent to ask a series of Twitter-related questions. Brent. Talia, what is your favorite real-life Twitter moment? Probably when 
someone who follows me on Twitter, we got into this discussion via DM about stuff. And then she asked me if like she, if we could meet for coffee so she could kind of pick my brain about stuff. Cause she, I don't want to say that she was like a fan, but it was like a person who looked up to me wanting to like meet me in real life just to, yeah, to see the machine behind the magic. That's pretty cool. It was it was yeah. crazy dope. We didn't get coffee. I did get chili cheese fries though. <laughs> it's so, better than coffee. That, that's pretty good. I'd rather drink those in the morning. Oh my god, yeah. Well, maybe not drink. <laughs> I just imagine like fries and a oh, no, drink. Kind of made me mm. sick. Well, you like a smoothie with some kale in there. It's really good for you. Mm. <laughs> I think ruin it with kale. Uh, so, who's your biggest Twitter follower? Uh, I would have to say Jimmy Fallon. Um, wow, really. Yeah, and it, like that sounds really amazing, but the thing is, is that when I first signed up, it was when he first got a Twitter account and he was trying to gain followers, so he did this reverse follow Friday thing, where he was like, tweet at me and I might follow you back. So I did that for huh. a couple of weeks, and then like second week, like the second Friday after this happened, he hadn't followed me, so then that Saturday I was like, oh, I see, I see, so you don't love me, okay. Like I tweeted that <laughs> at him. And then he followed me, and he's been following me very quietly ever since. On our first anniversary of him following me, I offered to send him a coupon for canned corn as an anniversary gift, and he didn't reply. Hmm. Sad. I would have I would totally taken you up on that. <laughs> yeah. It's a difficult doctor to reject, I think. It's free food. Yes. And finally, give us one underrated tweeter that you think everybody should be following. I think El Sanguito. Uh, she's amazing. She's my favorite. I mean, she, she's not, she doesn't have like a hundred followers, you know, she has a couple thousand, but she's just spectacular. She is hilarious and she paints amazing pictures in your mind with her words and she's dope as hell. It's not the first time she's been mentioned. So yeah, good, uh, good recommendation. Thank you. Okay. That, that's it for me. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, for sure. This has been Tweeters in 12. I'm Mark. I'm Brent. And we'll see you next time. This is what happens when you strain regular yogurt and then just tell people it's Greek yogurt. <laughs> not it's not special same. yogurt. You're not special. People literally, you just put like a paper towel over a measuring glass and you put yogurt in it and let it sit in the fridge like that overnight. And then the yogurt on top is like thicker because the liquid is dripped out of it. And they call that Greek yogurt. That's not Greek yogurt. The Greeks. I I feel like this is a. I'm sorry. This is a life hack. This is no. This is a life hack. This is great. It is a life hack. Yeah. If you want to make some some tzatziki (laughs) sauce, you can just. Strain it, add some dill and cucumber and lime, I think, and you're done.